Episode 5 of the You Ship Podcast. My name is Joe. I'm here with my co-host, Lisa. Lisa, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Joe? I'm doing great. Awesome. I'm really excited about this episode because we have a lot of product updates rolling out later this year for our carriers, and we're going to talk about all of them. Yeah, it's exciting. We're going to be talking to Robin Reynolds, who is our Senior Director of Product, and also with our recurring guest, Dean Jutilla, um, to dive in a little bit further on our revamp of ratings and reviews. Awesome. And don't forget, we are going to announce our winner of our dash cam giveaway from our last episode, so stick around. All right, we are here with Robin Reynolds. She is our Senior Director of Product here at UShip. Robin, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for being here. Of course. So the reason you're here, we wanted to talk to you about product releases uh, that are affecting our carrier base for the back half of 2019. There's a lot of stuff we're really excited about. And the one that I wanted to start about or start talking about first is EPOD. That's one that I'm very excited about. What can you tell us? Yeah, so EPOD is uh, going to be one of our first major releases to the mobile app since we released the new version back in February. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, it's to give our carriers a better pickup and delivery experience. So they'll be able to take pictures, collect signatures, add notes about a shipment, both at pickup and delivery. And then the really great part of that is all of that will be translated uh, and appended to a digital PDF of their BOL. So they won't need to necessarily print and carry a paper copy of the BOL with them anymore. That's awesome. And that's something that's industry standard, right? Outside of you ship. Definitely. Yeah. I think we we're seeing it more and more out in the industry. Um, and I think, you know, from a technology perspective, we want to do as much as we can to enable our carriers, um, via our mobile app so that they're not having to deal with a bunch of extra papers in the cab. Yeah. That's really exciting. I know that's something that our carriers have been asking for, for a long time as, uh, a relief to the frustration of having to print out a physical bill of lading for everything. So having that right in the app is going to save so much time for everybody. Yeah, it's going to be great. And then, of course, if they need to go back and reference it or, you know, insurance claims, anything like that, it'll all be digitally available on the listing yeah. uh, on uship.com. That's great. That's really awesome. When are we planning on rolling that out? So we're actually in development right now. Um, We've got a couple teams working on it. Our goal is to have that um, early August, hopefully. Wow. So very soon. Yeah, very soon. That's probably our our next big one. Yeah. And who are we planning on releasing that to? Is that going to be everybody? Are we going to do a limited group? Yeah. So we're going to start with our in-home delivery carriers. Um, So they'll be our beta test so that we can... Um, you know, see how it's functioning, see if there are any kinks in the system. Um, But our goal is to find ways to roll it out to other commodities and other carriers over the course of the next six to eight months. Awesome. Well, that's really exciting. I know there's some other stuff too. I think uh, we're having some changes to ratings and reviews as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So as I'm sure you guys have already seen, we've been doing some work on the profile pages. Mm -hmm. Um, We're also working on a new authenticated view. So if you're signed into the website and you go to view someone's profile, that will also be getting that facelift design. Um, But then the second big piece of that is ratings and reviews. You know, we... 
we've had a, a system in place for over a decade now, um, and we've yeah. decided to partner with a third party who um, does ratings and reviews for their core competency. And yeah. so we're going to leverage that. Um, it not only gives us like a nicer, uh, more consistent design across the site, but there are also some added features of being able to filter things on the profile page, um, to sort by different rating types, mm -hmm. um, to be able to search for specific words in mm -hmm. a rating. And so it really just helps, um, you know, those shippers find what they're looking for on a carrier's profile page. That's awesome. I think too, that uh, one thing that's really going to benefit is those rating re and reviews. You know, these are small businesses and mm -hmm. it becomes kind of your marketing department is having this feature right there that people can go to and it sells it sells the company for you for sure and yeah and combined with those new profile pages it's going to be really really nice in yeah. comparison to to what they're working with today yeah that's awesome and i think it's really going to help our our carriers stand out and and that's exciting that's mm -hmm. always a good thing for sure yeah <laughs> cool and uh i know that we're also working on some auto booking as well, which is another exciting one. Yes. Yeah. So um, as I'm sure a lot of you are aware of, several months ago, we released a feature called Networks. Um, that's something that we've been using inside of the in-home delivery program. Um, that's been going really well. And it, it sort of allows, you know, the, the business customer, our shipper, to create a set of criteria um, for their carriers. Mm -hmm. And what auto booking does is add another layer on top of that. So as a shipping customer, um, one of our partners works with a carrier on a regular basis, you know, they've got a great relationship and they really trust them. They have the ability to flip this switch on, you know, on a per carrier basis to allow them to automatically book. And so right wow. now the carrier comes in and, and bids on a listing and you've got to wait for that partner to come in and say, yep, I'll work with that carrier. Mm -hmm. Where with auto booking, the carrier can go to the page, say, yep, I want to do this listing and it will automatically be booked and it doesn't require any additional approval at that point. That's really awesome. And it seems like something so small, but the amount of time that's going to save our carriers is almost unquantifiable. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 I think it's time savings on both sides. You know, for the carriers, they're trying to plan their route, figure mm -hmm. out, you know, where they're going to be three days from now so mm -hmm. that they can pick up some other loads. Um, so for them, it's it's guaranteed once they've booked it through auto booking, it's theirs. Yeah. Um, so they don't have to go back and check in on bids. And then same thing from the partner side. It saves them time as well. They know, you know, that here are these carriers that I really trust mm -hmm. and and I'm going to book with them every single time. Yeah. And I know one of the, the biggest hurdles when you're out on the road trying to book a route if you've got to pick up a shipment and you and you put a quote out on it waiting for that acceptance mm -hmm. can take hours and that's you know that's just dead time if you're waiting to hear about a load sometimes you have to give up on it because you're out of the area or something like that and then this is just going to prevent that which is a really awesome uh bonus for for carriers exactly really cool yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it's sort of along that line, but suggested shipments is something we've been working on too. Yes. Yeah. This is one I'm very, very excited about. Cool. Um, we've gotten a lot of feedback since we released the new version of Find Shipments. Um, gosh, almost two years ago now, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and we've done things to add back in. We, you know, launched along the route which back to the yeah. web experience a few months ago, which we've definitely seen benefit from. Um, but part of what we want to start focusing on is how do we help carriers successfully plan routes? Mm -hmm. um, and so starting to look at different algorithms for how we can make recommendations, mm -hmm. either things in a similar category, similar type of shipment, 
um, similar distance or size. And I think there are a lot of different ways we could make suggestions. So we'll definitely be looking for feedback on that um, and wanting to, you know, talk to our carriers about what makes sense for them and what they need, but um, definitely helping equip them. You know, there's so many loads on you ship. And so how do you begin to sort through all of that and find the best stuff? Yeah. Um, and that's what we want to start figuring out. Yeah. So it's definitely still very vague right now. You know, what does a suggestion look like and what's the criteria that makes that recommendation? Um, but that's something we're, we're exploring probably in Q4 of this year. Awesome. So towards the later end of the year. But that's, again, it's just something that, that really saves time when a carrier is having to interact with the site. The less time they can spend interacting and the more time actually working it's just such a benefit yeah um, and I, I think that's really awesome um i know that we're also working on post-match communication yes which is another time eater uh, yes for our carriers <laughs> what can you tell us yeah so this is another you know one that's been on the list for a long time that we've wanted to do um and i think with some of the big technology changes some of the new designs that we've come out with um we've got a nice window of opportunity right now to start exploring how we bring more of that communication and interaction onto the platform Mm -hmm. and providing tools for carriers to reach out to the end customer, reach out to the shipper to get, uh, to get feedback from them. Mm -hmm. So for post-match specifically, after a booking is complete right now, it's, it's sort of on the carrier to figure out, you know, the best way to reach the shipper, whether it's email or phone or text message. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we want to provide a tool that does that for them. And so we're looking at, you know, both text and voice calling, uh, and texting through the UShip application so that they also have a track record of, you know, the interactions that they've had with that shipping customer in case any sort of issue should arise. Um, but it also just gives them that, that extra bit of safety, um, Mm -hmm. that, they're not having to put, you know, their personal cell phone number out there or something like that. Yeah. And I know that is something that they spend a lot of time doing. And especially in the in-home delivery world, if an update needs to be made, they're often updating three parties. Yes. And that takes three separate pieces of communication. And as you can know, I mean, that just cascades. It's almost exponential. If you've got three things that you have to make outreach on, you've now got nine pieces of outreach to make. Right. And it'll just save so much time for a carrier base. So that's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, I think the time savings is going to be great. And I think, you know, especially in in in-home delivery, when we've got the business customer, but Mm -hmm. then their end customer who our carrier is primarily interacting with after they've picked up the item Mm -hmm. doesn't have the UShip app. And so how can we give them a way to communicate with our carrier? so that they feel safe and they feel like they've got transparency and, and same thing for our carriers. Sure. We want easy access uh, for them to that end customer that they wouldn't necessarily be able to get in touch with easily otherwise. Yeah, for sure. And it's something that, you know, in, in my day to day, I always feel bad about when you reach out to a carrier and are reaching out for that update and, you know, they let you know, like, I've already updated the customer and you, you do feel bad because you're, well, yeah. I'm sorry to take up your time, but you know, we also have to know too. So right. the fact that it can all just happen at once is a, a really big bonus. That's Definitely. Great. Yeah. Um, another one that, that is um, coming along with uh, our new payment processor and our new app is withdrawals on mobile, right? Yes. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, our mobile team uh, actually just planned all of that work 
yesterday. Oh, great. Um, so they'll be starting development on that very soon. That's another one that we're hoping to have out um, hopefully mid-August, mid to late August. Awesome. Um, but that will make it significantly easier for carriers to withdraw funds directly through our mobile app without having to go to that little mobile browser with the tiny, tiny screen where you've got to yeah. you know, zoom everywhere to try right. and figure out what you're doing. Right. That's really great. I mean, uh, taken all together, these are just some really exciting things for our carriers, and it, it really shows a focus on making their day-to-day -day a lot easier and a lot more productive, and I think that's really cool. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's, been, it's been fun to get to hone in a little bit on our carrier needs over the last six months and, and build a roadmap that, you know, we feel is really great and, you know, productive for them, but hope to be able to continue getting feedback on all this stuff after we roll it out. Yeah, for sure. Well, Robin, thank you so much for taking time out of your day, which we can all hear is very busy. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate you being here and look forward to seeing all this stuff roll out. Of course. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right. I am joined once again by our favorite podcast guest, VP of Corporate Communications, Dean Jutilla. Dean, how are you doing today? Joe, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing great. Welcome back. Thanks, thanks for being on again. Thanks very much for having me. So wanted to have you on. We mentioned with Robin one of the upcoming product changes that we're going to see are an update to our ratings and reviews. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is going to have an impact on our carriers. And so I wanted to chat with you a little bit more in depth about what that's going to look like. Yeah, great topic. Uh, let's step back for a second and think about what the ratings and reviews and our feedback scores have meant for carriers within a marketplace like like you ship. And they're super important just because it is the cornerstone of trust of what makes a transaction happen mm -hmm. on, on you ship similar to the way it does on Airbnb or on eBay mm -hmm. or on another site like Amazon in terms of you're buying a product. Uh, that's very important to have. Yeah, absolutely. So we've looked at our feedback system that we built a number of years ago and know that we need to update that. And so that's what we're working on right now is making that change and overhauling the system. So the, the important thing to keep in mind here is uh, they have, in the past, scores have been based on and calculated solely based on positive, negative, and neutral feedback. Right. That's been historically what's been done. Going forward, cancellations and reviews from repeat customers will now be included in that feedback score. Yeah. So we are also going to be um, having a five-star rating system that will be implemented. And again, that's similar to Amazon and Uber and, and Airbnb yeah. and those companies like that. So it really modernizes the system For sure. to make sure it's, it's contemporary and reflective of the times in terms of what people are finding important as they're making key decisions. Yeah, and I think it's really going to be a great change because it's going to highlight a lot more nuance that our old ratings interview system didn't necessarily capture. Mm -hmm. um, we very much had just a thumbs up or thumbs down system, and this is, while it's still going to have that aspect to it, it's going to ca really capture uh, a lot more about how specific uh, a carrier's service is compared to another carrier's service. Right. And it's really going to allow our carriers to market themselves in a much more you know precise way. Exactly right. There's an important point to make is if you're if you're a carrier out there listening and you're thinking, oh, man, do I have to start over with my feedback score and my reviews? The answer is no. Oh, yeah. That will remain intact and your current rating uh, will still stay. So if you've completed 100 shipments and there's a feedback score reflective of that, that is going to continue on. Mm -hmm. um, there's really an important point to think about here, too, because cancellations are a part of that 
feedback score and this and repeat customers are also a part of that. Mm-hmm. We are anticipating that all carriers scores will drop a little bit because uh, again, across the board, so it's all relative, all boats will you know move together right um, that score will drop a little bit just because cancellations are now included in it. Right. So that's really important. People don't want people to freak out and say, oh my gosh, my scores drop. Yeah. Everyone's will drop because of cancellations that largely happen across the board. Yeah. And if you're caught unawares, it would be alarming. But the yep. important thing to note is that it affects everybody equally. So yep. your feedback is going to be the same relative to everybody else's. Yep. Um, and Absolutely. Yeah. And there's another important important factor on this is if you are a carrier and owner-operator your score probably won't drop as much as, let's say, a broker, mm-hmm. by and large, just mm-hmm. because brokers tend to have a higher number of cancellations. For so sure. When, because cancellations are now being considered, their score will likely drop a little bit more than would a carrier who might not have as many. Yeah. So that's a, a real advantage from a carrier standpoint that is important to, cons- uh, to keep in mind here. Yeah. Yeah, those are all great points to, to come up with. And I, I think a lot of people are going to have concerns about, well, how do I get a five-star review going forward? And really the answer to that is the same thing you have been doing. It's uh, providing your customer with with good service. And they're, they're going to give you the, the review that's, uh, you know, it yep, goes absolutely. along with that. Absolutely. And I, I think that it's important not to overthink it. If you've been doing a, an excellent job and getting those reviews from your customers, they're still going to keep coming in. Um, and, you know, taking care of the customer, being communicative, uh, being on time with updates, um, making sure that they're in the know, the care of goods, all those things are going to contribute to a five-star review, just like they have in the past. 100% and, correct. And this is just an, a, a better opportunity for you to really shine. And the way, the other thing I would point out too, Joe, is as many times you can, as you can minimize a cancellation mm-hmm. is super important. And, you know, exceptions do happen. That just, that's just the nature of logistics, right? Sure. Things happen like that. But if you can keep those to a minimum, that does keep that score unaffected mm-hmm. uh, as much and, and keep that score up, especially if you're otherwise providing customer happiness along the way and yeah. you're communicating and you're letting them know what's going on and you're really going above and beyond with the extra blanketing or extra um, strapping or, you know, bringing the right equipment, mm-hmm. doing the right things that way. All those reflect positively, um, even down to a clean truck, you know, when you pull up. Yeah, absolutely. That's an important part for customers to see. And it's that first impression. It's that curbside appeal. Literally, you're on the curb and, you know, and it's, you're bringing that item up. Mm-hmm. It's always a nice thing to see as a clean truck and, and how that, and you, that you care for, if you care for your truck that way, then you probably care for the goods in a similar fashion. Yeah. Everything contributes. And, and I think too, you brought up cancellations and how that's going to affect it. Uh, you know, cancellations are going to be viewed on there, but a cancellation doesn't have to be a negative. Right. Um, something that, you know, you recommend to clients all the time on the site is to check into those cancellation feedbacks because it gives you an idea of how professional somebody is when things don't go right. Mm-hmm. Things happen. It's it's why there are cancellations allowed, and we don't just keep shipments booked. We know that things happen. How you approach the situation with your communication. Do you leave somebody hanging on the day of an important move and not mm-hmm. call them because your truck broke down and you don't want to deal with the consequences? Or do you let them know the minute you know you're not going to be there and give them an opportunity to find something else? Yeah, um, or to continue to work with to make you. that tough phone call immediately. Yeah is the best way to go and not yeah. not put it off. And you know people are understanding if you call and are upfront about it and just say it's not going to happen. 
and here's why. Yeah. And I want to let you know as soon as I know so that, you know, you're not putting in, in a tough spot or, or I can mitigate the tough spot you're in the best I can. You know, people really do appreciate that. Yeah, um, and the other piece of advice too, Joe, is when you do get negative feedback, mm-hmm. and this sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but the value of negative feedback, because if you do get it, how you respond to that customer in a public forum like a user Absolutely. profile Absolutely. is super critical to letting that customer know, oh, they, they're not going to play a blame game. Yeah. And even though customers can sometimes do certain things and carriers are going to do certain things, mm-hmm. it's important that, that that response be viewed positively and taken the high road as much as you can Absolutely. to be also um, not, not kind of... Um, perpetuate that situation a little bit. Exactly. And and something I compare it to is, you know, when you go online and you're trying to find a nice restaurant to go to, you go on Yelp or you go on Google and, mm-hmm. and you look at the reviews and even the best restaurant in your city is going to have a few negative reviews from Absolutely. people. Maybe they didn't like the toilet paper in the bathroom. Maybe they didn't enjoy their meal. Whatever the case may be, people get negative reviews. It happens. And it's okay to have a negative review. It doesn't mean that people aren't going to continue to work with you. Mm-hmm. And what's important is you see how those nice restaurants respond to those reviews. And it's always either just a quick, thank you for your feedback. We'll work on this. Or they address the issue up front, but in a professional manner and right. say, we, right. we're sorry that we failed to provide the service that you desired. You know, we'll, we'll try to be better. Yep. But Absolutely. you see it happen. It's it's not an end of the world situation. situation. And I, I think something that's good about our new feedback system, and it, it is not because the the star rating is not a thumbs up or thumbs down. If somebody gives you a negative review, it's more nuanced into your overall feedback score. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really important to take into account. Excellent point. Yeah. Well, I think that pretty much covers everything we wanted to talk about with feedback. Um, we're we're pretty excited to roll out this new rating and review system. So yeah, absolutely, uh, it's um, we're looking forward to getting feedback from carriers yeah. around it as well, and kind of modernizing how those reviews are handled. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Dean, as always, thanks uh, again for being here, and I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Joe. All right, folks. Coming up next in this next segment, uh, we have an interview with one of the most beloved stars of our show, Shipping Wars, which I'm sure many of you are aware of. It ran for three years on A&E. Uh, it was a reality show featuring you, Ship. Uh, Mark Springer joins us for a really great phone call. We catch up with him. Uh, he tells some favorite stories. Uh, it was a really fun conversation. Um, something to note before we get started on that, uh, we did record this phone call. Uh, the audio quality does go down a little bit on this, so uh, please bear with us on that. Don't adjust your dials. Uh, that's the way it sounds. Um, I also am going to apologize we recorded this on my computer, and some of the notification noises from my computer uh, recorded in the background. Um, so lessons learned for the next time that we record a phone call, but still wanted to share this with you because it was uh, a great conversation. So uh, with that said, sit back and enjoy this conversation with Mark Springer. All right. Joining me now over the phone is Mark Springer. Mark was one of the mainstays of the U-Ship show Shipping Wars, which ran for 100 episodes over three years, uh, spanning seven seasons. Uh, Mark was one of the favorites on the show. We're really happy to have him on. Mark, how are you today? Hey, Joe. I'm doing great. What's going on in Austin? Uh, Just trying to avoid the heat as usual, staying in the air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm in uh, Kansas City today. It's pretty hot here, too. Yeah, it's getting to be that time where it's just going to be hot all over, I think. Yeah. So 
first thing I wanted to talk about is just kind of getting caught up on what you've been up to since the show. Or are you still hauling, or, or what are you up to? Actually, no, uh, I'm not hauling. I'm still driving uh, all over the U.S. and Canada, but uh, I was offered a position by a company in Montreal, uh, based in Montreal, called uh, Diesel Spec Inc. And mm -hmm. uh, basically, they do uh, performance economy uh, emissions tuning on large diesel engines. And uh, they'd taken me to a couple of the big truck shows and uh, kind of liked the way I interacted with people. And so they offered me the whole United States as a territory and kind of said, uh, go out there and talk to people and let them, let them know what we're up to. And uh, we struck a deal, and I've been doing that for going on three years right now, and I'm just loving it. Uh, I get to see everybody uh, still out on the highway, and uh, although I'm not running my Kenworth, so I kind of miss that, but uh, running yeah. around in a, a 17 Dodge uh, Dually, uh, which is just a great ride. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Have a fun. That's awesome. Yeah, you, you get to go all over the country with that. Yeah, I'm everywhere. Yeah, that's Remember really that fun. That song Johnny Cash sang. That's my <laughs> son, that's my theme song, brother. <laughs> <laughs> right on. I like it. So, um, bringing it back to the show a little bit, um, it, it's always fun when we talk to people that were on the show just to to get their own personal highlights. Do you do you have any that stick out? Uh, well, yeah, one of the, I, I gotta say probably the, the, my favorite episode was hauling Evil Knievel's truck. That, that was such a, a uh, an honor for me. Yeah, that's so cool. And, you know, I mean, it was just incredible running down the highway. You know, I, I mean, people were, were, I felt like the Pied Piper, man. I mean, people were following me and if I stopped that truck at a fuel station or a restaurant, man, there'd be 30 cars pull over and stop. I mean, it's, it's yeah. iconic, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was that was probably the one of the my most favorite episodes uh, and and a highlight for me for sure. There was, another one that sticks out, and it it really wasn't such a highlight as much as it was the one that I probably didn't like the most was hauling. Hmm. I hauled a load of bees. Oh and, my goodness. I'm telling you, man, I must have I must have got stung 150 times. I was starting to get a little pissed off. Yeah, that's no joke. <laughs> you know. That's funny you mentioned that. There was like literally two doors down from my house the other day. They had to call the the fire department because there's somebody got attacked by bees, just a random swarm of bees. I would not want to mess with them. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, you know, and the and the and it was down in uh, in the tobacco fields of North Carolina is where I picked mm -hmm. up this these all these hives and uh and then i drove it all the way up to uh the up in michigan and wow they they bring the bees down in the winter and then bring them back up in the spring and and summer and uh you know i i pulled into this fuel station somewhere i can't remember where it was it maybe indiana or something mm -hmm. minnesota maybe mm -hmm. and when i stopped into the fuel Bay there, I looked in the back, and one of the doors on one of the hives must have jarred itself open or something. And there was, I mean, thousands and thousands of bees just swarming my truck, right? Oh, gosh. And, you know, everybody's looking at me like, you, what are you doing, you know? I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. people are trying to pump fuel. And I jump out of the truck and run, you know, run out there to kind of see what's going on. And, of course, I'm getting stung again, you know, so. 
That one kind of sticks out my mind. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, that that would definitely stand out. That sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of being on the show, are, are you still in touch with uh, any of the other cast members? Do you know what they're up to these days? Yeah, actually, uh, I talked to quite a few of them still. We're all, you know, pretty good friends. And uh, that's awesome. I spoke. With, uh, I I talk with Todd and Cameron, you know, quite often. Oh, cool. They're uh, they're working for a company called Plycar right now. Uh, hauling high-end cars in, in enclosed uh, semi-trailers. Yeah, and they're running around the country doing that, and they love that's it. Awesome. They really like it. So yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, that's not that's and, a good deal. Uh, let's see, Jen. Uh, Jen has, uh, you know, built a family. Uh, oh, good. She's got two, yeah, two young boys and uh, a great husband, and uh, and she, I think, does a little bit of work with Ducks Unlimited at some of their uh, events that they have, and mm-hmm. and she's raising these boys, and and uh, you know, got a got a real good thing going, and I know she's real happy right now because uh, things are good for her, so you know that's cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, Jarrett. Um, as funny as as it may sound, you know, everybody kind of thought Jarrett was the guy that just didn't know what he was doing and was a knucklehead and whatnot. But the the truth is, is is Jarrett's a, a super intelligent guy and a, and a real go-getter and very good at, you know, pretty much everything he takes on. And, uh, yeah. he started doing a little farming and he, he bought some, some houses and refurbished them and some old cabins and some properties and stuff. And, and, uh, still running his little courier company, uh, the Southern Shipping, I believe it's called. I'm sorry mm-hmm. if I got it wrong, but but uh, you know he's 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 busy. He got his hands in a lot of different things, and uh, I know he's got a great gal friend that he's been uh, hanging with, and they're having a lot of fun. And that's awesome. And last time I talked to him, he was thinking about doing some traveling. So yeah, good I think for him. He's doing great. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. And then uh, let's see, Chris and Robbie, I talk to quite often. Yeah, um, they're they're still uh, hauling boats and uh, and raising their two children. Uh, they got married and they have two kids. And uh, oh, good. It, yeah, they they have a lot of a lot of fun around the ocean. And uh, I think they're down in in the Bahamas or something right now, having a good time. So yeah, everybody's <laughs> doing good, you know. It's yeah, you know. Unfortunately, uh, our our buddy Roy there's uh, we're not sure what he's up to, but I'm sure he's causing some trouble wherever he is. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, <laughs> we definitely know he is. It's, uh, it's fun hearing about everybody kind of putting down roots and everything. It's great to see, um, everyone's transition so well. Yeah. 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 Well, it was a good, you know, it was a really cool opportunity for all of us. And, uh, you know, there not a lot of people really know, you know, kind of the ins and outs of what, what it's like to be involved in something like that. It's not, you know, it's not all a bowl of cherries. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes down that, you know, is not easy to to deal with, and you've know, right. got a lot of pers- a lot of personalities, and right. uh, you know, you got a studio that that has a you know uh, uh, an idea of what they want to do, and so you know, it, it it takes a lot of give and take, and and it's a lot of hours and a lot of work. People don't realize how much time you put in. You know, you see a a half hour episode, and that could have been three or four weeks of filming. You know, running all over right. the country and working eighteen-hour days. You know. Yeah, and and something so, people don't realize too. You know, I mean, working on a TV show is a is a hard full-time job in and out of itself. And and to back that up, you guys were actually doing work at the same time to to back that. So yeah. it's definitely exactly. just a ton of effort. 
yeah. when we first started, I had a really hard time with, you know, running a, a, a trucking business and making mm-hmm. a television show because that's like oil and water, man. It just when you know, they would say something <laughs> like, uh, hey, listen, we need to go back uh, 40 miles and get you going by that sign into Wyoming. And I'm looking at him going, no, you're out of your mind. I said, I'm a truck yeah. driver. I'm not going back for nothing. <laughs> you know, that yeah. ain't going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, <laughs> it's an interesting concept, I'll tell you. <laughs> for sure. But, for sure. But but overall, great experience. And, you know, I met a lot of really neat people and had a lot of fun. And, and uh, you know, my, my experience with U-Ship throughout all this was, was incredible and and probably one of the highlights of the of the deal. And you know, I was already working with U Ship when this thing started, and that's basically how it happened for me. And yeah. uh, you know, but I but as as it developed and the show started to air, and then you know, I got to know a lot of people at U Ship, and and I you know really valued that and still do the relationship uh, with the company because it's an outstanding uh, operation and. And uh, you know, a trendsetter. I mean, I can't believe how many, how many little spurs people have you know started little business, new businesses based kind of on U-ship's uh, model. You know, and yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, and I remember thinking to myself when I first started with U-ship, I started. I remember thinking these guys are going to change the trucking industry. It's it's gonna it's gonna alter it. You know, and it did. It has. And, yeah. Uh, pretty cool. That's, that's pretty awesome cool. to hear. Yeah, yeah, we we're lucky. We were lucky to have you on the show. We're lucky to have you as part of the company, and and yeah, I and mean, that's the that's the feedback we love to hear. Um, and I, I think that's kind of a good segue. And the next thing I I was going to ask you, um, and 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 the last thing I was going to ask you, but I wouldn't want to leave everybody without some advice from somebody like yourself that was so successful on the platform. And one of the things we're about to be doing is updating the profile pages of our carriers. And um, just wanted to see if you had any recommendations for for making. Uh, a profile attractive to potential customers that you'd, you'd like to share? Well, you know, the profile, um, the profile is the profile. I mean, you need to, you need to like let people know kind of what you are doing. I, I, you know, I think you should try to specialize in something personally, like, you know, you got to find something that you like to do. And then do that mm-hmm. rather than just being, you know, whatever, anything goes, blah, 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 because it's it's just easier to do what you know. And so mm-hmm. you, in the profile, I think it's important to let people people know exactly what, you know, what you want to do and what you can do and what, you know, what you're good at. But I think the biggest thing, the biggest part of that profile is, is – your feedback from the customers that you deal with. I think that's more important than, you know, than your banner. You know, I think mm-hmm. what you really want people to, to see is how the people that you've dealt with feel about what you did. And I know when I started, I, I, I knew right away that was a, a key factor in this, uh, the success of this for me. And so I mm-hmm. went out of my way to make sure that every single customer that I had was going to be more than happy with the job I did and that they were going to make sure that they, you know, uh, let let people know that the job I did was good and they were happy and satisfied because that's the only thing that the, the, the other side of that, you know, the people that are looking for a carrier, that's the only thing they have really to go on, you know. Uh, right. What, you know, 
was this guy good or is this gal good or what you know uh, they know what they're doing or you know and so when they can see some feedback and some some good stuff from people that they've worked with that that really uh, speaks for a lot I think so I think that's probably the key factor and I'll tell you a secret yeah. and I don't know if I've said this I don't know if I've ever said this publicly I may have Dean could probably tell you because he knows he knows this but when I put a bid in Mm-hmm. Every single bid that I put in, I always said thanks for accepting my bid before they ever accepted it because I wanted to plant that seed that they were going to yeah. take my bid. And I'm telling you, like it worked. And only like one guy, only one guy out of hundreds of hundreds of shipments, only one guy mm-hmm. said, why are you saying thank you for accepting my bid? I didn't accept your bid. I said no, but I want you to, so I think you're gonna. And he did. So I got him. I got him. <laughs> I, I won him because of that, right? It's just there a simple go. little, little thing, you know. Yeah, a little subliminal messaging. I like it. Yeah, yeah, it worked. It really did. Yeah, that's all. Those are all really great pieces of advice, Mark. And I really like what you said about. Um, Picking your specialty. I think a lot of people, when they come to the site, they think they need to be, um, you know, broad so that they can catch everything. And I, I really think the opposite is true: is, is really knowing the the commodity that you're going to specialize in and and being a specialist. That's what you know. The end customer wants that. They don't want somebody that's hauling a, a cow next to their couch. You know, they want you to be specialized in either one of those. Exactly. I always yeah. said, if it pees or farts, I'm not hauling it. that's not a bad motto (laughs) well on that note uh mark i really appreciate you taking time out of your day to uh to chat with us uh it's great hearing from you and um and uh good luck with the 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 job out there and and we're all jealous you're getting to drive around the country enjoying it well i appreciate it it's nice to talk to you i'll uh next time i come through austin now i'm going to come down and say hi to everybody and uh hopefully i hit it on lunch day yeah, please do. Please do. We'd love to have you. Yeah. yeah okay. All right. Take care, Take care Mark. All right. See ya. Bye-bye. All right. That is going to do it for episode five of the long haul from you ship. Thanks so much for listening before we send you off. Wanted to pass it over to Lisa to announce the winner of our dash cam raffle. Yes, congratulations, Laura Marie Pelletier. Uh, Thank you for sharing and rating our last podcast on Facebook. Um, Speaking of sharing and rating, be sure to listen to us on your favorite podcast platforms and throw us a rating if you've got some time. Thanks.